Wow, what an introduction. I'll take that every time I speak. Um, good job on the service leading and the announcements. Very, very good. It does feel like you're speaking for a long time when you're doing um, the announcements. I do know that. You feel like, is everyone still listening to me? Um, but when you're up here preaching, you're like, everybody is up here listening to me. Um, so it feels good. I'm so excited that I get to chat to you this morning. And we just get to open the Bible together. And we are going to um, just... Really, like, like Daniel said, we're going to lean into what it is saying in the Bible, but we're also going to look at how this is like applicable for us. Not just us individually, but us as a church. And what is um, this book, this Bible, this book that's been written so long ago saying to us, and how is it relevant to us right now, today, in our lives? And that's always exciting. Being able to come into a space where we are in a community of people that are supporting one another, and we get to come and read the word of God, let him speak to us um, in a community setting, like I'm saying, and leave different. That's my, that's what I want for us today, is that we leave um, maybe feeling renewed, maybe we've got a new sense of hope, maybe we feel like we are stronger. I hope that you leave this place feeling the strength of God, um, and that we all just leave filled with the Holy Spirit this morning. That's really what I want for us. And um, so it's amazing that I get to um, yeah, just chat to you some stuff that I've learned whilst I've been studying this passage, some stuff that I've seen that I think is important for us to check out. And I just feel like God really wants to speak to us in this series. So we're in our series. It's like a mini series that we're doing by invitation only. So this is um, in conjunction with our vision. Um, it is um, Our vision this year is by invitation only. And this series um, is just all about God's invitation for us. We've all been invited by God and we're going to look in, in the Bible at times where um, Jesus has invited us into things, where God's spoken and um, called us and invited us into relationship with us. And he's calling us to be a church of invitation as well. That is what this vision is all about. He's calling us to be a church that invites people into his presence, invites people into relationship with Jesus, invites people to share our lives with the people in our world. So it's this is just like the frame that we're going to be um, going into, but I love this vision for this year and it always gets me really pumped. Like whenever I hear by invitation only, I'm like, I feel like I need to write some invites and hand it. Like Daniel was talking about last week, if you were here, he was talking about birthday invites. I feel like I need to write some and like invite some people to church with these invites. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just get really hyped. So it's good energy to have. I will try and speak at a nice pace. Sorry, I got really excited. Then I felt it. My mouth gets dry when I speak fast too. So nice and slowly. Um, but I do. I have an invitation for us all this morning. Like I say, and I really want to write up some invites, but this morning, this message is an invitation to you all, and I really hope that you can respond to this invite this morning, and that would be my goal by the end of this message, that you feel ready to accept the invitation that um, not just I've got, but God's got for us all here. Um, so we're going to be reading from John um, chapter 7, um, verses um, 37 to 39. So if you want to write that down or you want to get your Bible out and turn there, go ahead now. But before we read that passage, get into it, I don't know how much you know about water. Um, I actually recently have been studying a bit about water in the sense of its physical effect to us. Um, I, as well as being part of Light Church, being associate pastor here, I am actually also doing some personal training qualifications, nutrition stuff. So I've been learning actually quite a lot about water and its physical um impact on us and how we physically as human beings need water 
It is one of the essentials of life. Water is an essential of life. And um, I mean, not just us as humans, but it covers a large proportion of the earth that we live on. Um, and it's a primary component in our bodies. Life cannot be sustained without more than a few days, basically. Our lives cannot be sustained more than a few days without water. We can go a couple weeks without food, which I do have a few questions about, but, because I don't think I can go a day without food, but apparently water, we cannot go more than a few days without, whereas food, we can go longer. Water is that essential to our lives. I mean, I don't know if you've ever not had water and you felt the feeling of being dehydrated. Now, we all know how that feels. Again, mouth's a little bit dry. Maybe we're a bit more sluggish. There's some different effects that being dehydrated has on our bodies. And at the end of the day, when we feel dehydrated, we just have this burning desire to go fill up a glass of water and drink it because we know that that is going to refresh us. It is going to solve the issue of feeling dehydrated. Some things that um, the water that we take into our body does, um, the reason why we need to have water is that it regulates our body temperature. It moistens the tissues in our eyes, our nose, our mouth. It protects the organs in our body and the tissues in our body, it protects them. It carries within our body the nutrients and the oxygen to the different cells. It lubricates our joints, so all our little movements that we do, it lubricates that. It lessens the burden on things like our kidneys and our liver, um, flushes out the things that we don't need. And it also helps dissolve minerals and nutrients to make them accessible to our body. So there's things that sometimes we digest when we eat that our body can't actually absorb until we've got water alongside it, which I think is mad that this substance that is created and goes through the water cycle, if you ever studied that in science, I remember that, the water cycle, that thing that covers a large amount of the earth is a massive proportion of our body, does all of these incredible things and we need it. I'm going to read the passage now, um, John uh, 7 verse 37 to 39. I'm reading from the ESV version right now when I read it. It says from 37, on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this, he said, about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Hopefully you understand why I've just chatted for a little bit about water. Because we're going to be looking um, at this passage and when Jesus talks about how um, anyone that um, thirsts to come to him and drink. I'm just going to pray. God, I just thank you for your word. I thank you that this morning we can open it together and we can lean in and discover what it is that you want to speak to us um, about right now. I thank you that you are such a good God and that you desire to be in relationship with us, but you also desire to help us and teach us and um, help us learn things to just grow deeper in relationship with you. And I thank you that you can speak to us individually right now into the situations that we're all facing, no matter what they are. But you can also speak to us corporately as a church and speak into this vision that we've got. And you can speak into um, the, the direction that you want to take us in as a community and for our community. We come to you right now with open hearts and open minds just to receive what you're teaching us and more of you this morning. Amen.
Amazing. So we are going to be chatting about this passage and all about how um, Jesus says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So the book we're reading from is the book of John. And this section that we find ourselves in at chapter 7, we're in like a portion of the book where um, Jesus is in his public ministry. So this is when he's out and he's teaching. And just before we get to this bit, so as it said, like we're, um, it said we're at the last day of the feast. So they're currently in the festival of the tabernacles and we're at the last day. But just before we get to this passage, there's a bit of a discussion going on about who Jesus is. Who is this guy? So Jesus is going out and he's teaching and he's talking and everyone's like, who is this man? Who is this guy? What is he talking about? And people are trying to discuss if he is who he says he is, if they believe what he's saying. And there's all this discussion going on um, as he's been teaching. And through this passage that we're looking at here, we see that, um, and just the passages before, Jesus is just explaining them to them who he is, and he's teaching them a new way. So as some of us might know, some of us might not know, when Jesus came, he is given an alternative way to be back in relationship with God. When Jesus dies on the cross and ascends into heaven, that is a new, well, and rises again, then ascends into heaven, he is creating a new um, way of us being restored into relationship with God. So he's coming to teach and explain and help people understand how to um, do life with one another, but also how to explain how to be in relationship with him again. So that's kind of um, the context of where we find ourselves. So I just want to kind of break down um, the passage and really like zoom in a little bit to find out how this is relevant to us, what Jesus is teaching at the time, how that translates to us today. Um, so like I said, they're at the last day of this feast. So um, the last day of this feast was actually the water ritual that they would do. It was the, like they would, they would be praying and singing and asking God for provision, for physical provision, for water for the following year. So that is like the context that Jesus is about to speak into. The, the day that it was, was all about water and provision and all about the physical water and provision. And in the way that John writes this, he wants us to see that um, Jesus himself is a fulfillment of the Feast of the Tabernacles. He, is, he, is gonna, he says that he is the water. If anyone is thirsty, if anyone is in need, he is the water. Um, so the scriptures that they would read or sing of the, at the feast would actually be, would talk about salvation from God and that God will provide through salvation. They would see all these things. So Jesus literally stands up saying, I am that salvation. I am the way that you are going to never thirst again. Obviously, they were talking about a physical need, but Jesus is coming and saying, I am going to provide for you spiritually. You are never going to thirst again. He um, Right in front of them, he is saying, we're doing all these celebrations and these things are going on, but I am right here in front of you letting you know that I am the way that you're never going to thirst again. And in this, um, like I just said, they've just been like chatting and discussing, like, who is this guy? Is he, a, he's, is he a teacher? Is he this? What is this guy? And we read in the passage that um, Jesus stood up and cried out. And actually in this time, um, the fact that he uh, stood up, 
as a teacher was a bit countercultural, actually, because teachers would usually find themselves sad. So he was like, again, it was like, I am, he, like, he was going against like the grain and he was saying, I am um, who you need, I will um, provide. Um, so, so yeah, people would say seated and he's saying, I will provide in this way. And I think what Jesus does here is he states, um, sorry, one second. I just scrolled too far. There we go. Um, yeah, so he's countercultural in that sense that he is a teacher. But what I love about this as well is he is actually countercultural in the, what he is teaching. So they're talking about physically needing water, and Jesus is going, "Hold up a second. What you actually need um, is this." And I like the, phys- the spiritual. And I think sometimes it's really easy in our lives um, as individuals to see that people are crying out for um, something that they need, for example, water. Um, They need, well, not water. They're talking about like needing God. People are searching for God. They're searching for something to fill the dryness within them. And whilst they've got all these festivals, there's all these things happening that can be a distraction. And Jesus comes straight in and he's really straight and says, I am what you need. And I just want to ask us, maybe um, like in this context, they were in need of water, but do we do we need anything? Is there anything that um, we need from God? Because he is a provider and he is provision. So like Jesus is saying, like, I will provide. Um, and through salvation in Jesus, we have everything that we need, physically or spiritually. Um, so what is it that you need right now? I love the in the passage here, it says... Um, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said. Jesus is inviting us here. Whoever believes in me. Whoever believes in me. Whoever comes into a relationship with me. So maybe you're sat here this morning and you are, you believe in God. You have a relationship with God. Or maybe you are you don't, and you're like, I know that I've got things inside of me where I'm dry. There's areas that I know I need um, refreshing. I know there's things that I'm struggling with. Jesus is saying, whoever comes to me, he's inviting us, whoever believes in me, as scriptures have said, will receive. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Is there anything in your life where you've got a need, you've got a thirst? I want to encourage you that Jesus is, um, he's... In a sense, this is a promise, and I want to encourage you that um, Jesus um, holds strong to his promises. If you've got questions or worries or queries, um, I want to encourage you not to be afraid. I've, I love the song that we actually just sang before I came up, and um, like, he's our providence, like, he's nev- we're never walking alone, and I, I love that song because it's such a, the bold statements for us to say, and sometimes we can feel a bit like, I don't know like, it can be quite hard for us to sing those things, especially when we're in the middle of a really difficult um, circumstance. But I want to, like, encourage you this morning that God is true to his word. And when he says he's going to provide, when he says that if you're thirsty, he will um, He will come and, um, like, give you water that never runs out. It says in, um, let me find it. In chapter 4, it's actually kind of similar. So in chapter 4 of John, um, he's with the Samaritan woman, and it says, those who drink of the water I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give them will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. So when God 
offers us something, when God presents something to us, he is, um, he never just gives us enough, but he gives us more than enough. And that, again, I think sometimes we need that as a um, encouragement to know that, um, yeah, when he's going to provide for it, he's going to provide over and above. Um, in this um, in this time as well, um, it kind of just relates to, like I kind of have suggested, like a deep thirst within us. Sometimes when we go through... Um, a hard time, it can kind of have that feeling of like when we're dehydrated, you know, when it's like we're desperate and we're kind of gagging. And sometimes when we're really thirsty, we don't, all, I mean, I'm sucker for this, but we don't always go straight for water, do we? We just go for anything that will satisfy that kind of feeling. And sometimes we choose things that are a temporary fix. Sometimes we choose things that are actually going to dehydrate us. If you are thirsty and you head over there and grab yourself a coffee, it's actually going to be not helpful. <laughs> it's not going to do what you need to do, but it gives you the the kind of appearance that it's helping you. It gives you the appearance of like, oh, I'm taking a drink. Oh, this is going to help. Maybe for a second it might, but in the long term, caffeine is actually dehydrating on our body. So there's maybe even things in your life that you'll run into, that you'll go into, that are actually giving you the appearance that they're helpful, but actually they're dehydrating you. And I don't know maybe if that is a circumstance in your life that you keep running back to. I don't know if that's a, a person or a relationship that you're going back to. I don't know if that's a financial decision that you keep making. I don't know what it is, but there could be something in your life that you think that you are doing the right thing, but instead you're actually um, going to the wrong place. I really want to encourage you, if there's a, a space or a place in your life that you need, that feels dry, that feels dehydrated, I want to encourage you to um, head to Jesus. I want to encourage you to be practical and, and surrender it over to Jesus. I think sometimes when you say these things, when I say these things up here, it sounds really simple. Like, oh yeah, holy yeah, just pray, surrender to Jesus. I know that that's tough and I know that that's hard and I know that it's difficult, especially when you feel dehydrated and sometimes you're like, I don't feel like I've heard from God in a while. I don't think I've heard his voice in a while. But I want, to continue, I want to encourage you to go to him because he says, and like I said, he promises that if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Jesus teaches that water is, the, is only available to those who believe in him. He is the way to access salvation. He is the way to access and um, restore relationship with the Father. He's also the alternative. This idea that rivers are flowing gives us this idea of um, continual and abundant provision. Like I said before, when God gives us something or offers us something or promises something, 10 out of 10 times I've experienced, he hasn't just gone cheap on it. He has gone over and above. The amount of times that I'm like, oh God, just provide this. And then he like over and above does my expectations. And I don't know why, every time I'm really surprised, but I have seen in my life his testimony to the fact that when he provides, he provides in more ways than we expect. And it Sometimes you don't notice it in the moment as well. I do want to be like real. Like sometimes you're like, oh, like this provision, I've not seen it yet. Then you look back and you're like, oh wait, he did provide and he provided in such an incredible way. And 
yeah, so this idea that what he has to offer, this water that he has to offer, is going to be continual and abundant provi provision. Like I said, some of us might be in a situation where we're like, oh, but I've not heard from God in a while. I've not um, felt his presence, or maybe I've not gone to him in a while. So I haven't felt this um, this idea of continual. It doesn't really relate to me. In fact, it's not actually my experience. I want to encourage you that he is always with you. He is always with you, and he is always waiting for you to come come to him. It says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. The water is always available. He is always available to you. So as we go into um, verse 39, um, we see that it's kind of like Jesus has stopped speaking now. So if you've got a Bible with red writing him this is no longer in red this isn't Jesus speaking this is John um, saying now this he said about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive for as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified this is basically saying that um Jesus was saying like I'm going to be giving you a gift. Once I have ascended to heaven, you're going to have the Holy Spirit with you and he is going to be continually with you always. And that's what we're talking about with some con like continual flowing water. When we accept Jesus into our lives, when we are stepping in relationship with God, he gives us a gift of the Holy Spirit himself. And though John at the time said it was a coming gift, we actually know that we have access to the Holy Spirit right now. The gift has already come. And when a person believes... God dwells in that person. So we have access to the Holy Spirit. When we abide in Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit in our lives. We can use the Holy Spirit to, for discernment, for um, as a place to go to. Um, he's going to speak to us. That's how we can communicate with God. I just love this idea as well about the continual abundance. So like we've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we have always got God with us. It's continual. It's abundant. And I remember when um, my friend came to the UK. So she lived in, when I lived in America, I met her and she came over to visit just before Daniel and I got married. And we went out to um, get some food and her biggest biggest thing about the UK that she had, could comment on was the fact that we didn't have free refills on our drinks. And she was like, I really don't get this. Like you get one, like you pay this amount of money and you, that's it, you're done. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. And she was like, what? Like in America, like obviously I had experiences, you can just go back for more and more like you pay and then you just keep going back and back and it's just unlimited and whatever you want. And it's funny because I remember when I was in, like me and my brother, when we were in Florida one time and we found out that you could have free refills. Boy, did we use that to its full potential. Tried out every drink they had on the machine, went back, like we were bursting for the toilet. We must've gone for like so many toilet trips in one sitting in a restaurant just because we couldn't get enough. And I kind of want you to see this idea of our access to God, access to the Holy Spirit, access to him in times we need him as free refills in a sense. We have always got the ability to go back and get more. 
And I think sometimes we feel like we are going through a hard time and it's like, oh, I don't want to go back to God about this again. I don't want to have to approach him about these things. But God has given us the opportunity to have unlimited. He says that his, um, that if anyone thirsts, come and drink. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Like there is just continual opportunity for us to be connected to God, receive from him. He wants to give. He is a good God. He wants to give more and more to us. I'm just going to kind of close up here. And I guess my, the thought of this like invitation for us all today is the fact that um, we're all thirsty. Like I said, we all need water to, we can't go a couple of days without water. We all get thirsty physically. And we all get thirsty spiritually too. So I don't, think sometimes we acknowledge the fact that even if we think we're ticking all the boxes and doing all the things that we are going to get thirsty if we don't go back to the source if we don't go back to Jesus if we don't go back to the living water that is going to quench our thirst more than anything else and yeah I just really want to encourage you because I think sometimes we think, oh, it's all, it's all fine, it's all good, but we need to continuously be hydrating in God. We need to be continuously be going back to the source, being refilled and refreshed. Oh, the team can come up. Um, so I, I just had some thoughts about those characteristics of um, water and what it does physically to our body. Like Jesus is constantly speaking about the physical and then talking about the spiritual. And I and in this specifically, we've seen he's talking at the Feast of the Tabernacles and he's talking on the water ritual day. They're talking about the physical and he comes in and says, no, 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 but what about the spiritual? So I would think it's only right for us right now to go, okay, we've chatted this bit about what the body, like, the body needs physically and why it needs water. So let's see about what that looks like, like spiritually as well. And if water is to, is to regulate um, like our body temperature and stuff, but it's Jesus is gonna and God is just gonna regulate and help regulate our lives. He's gonna give us consistency. He's gonna give us um, a path that we can walk along. He's gonna be there to protect us. He's gonna show us where to go. He's gonna help us through the decisions. Yeah, and like it's gonna protect the organs. And Jesus, and, He wants to protect us. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants to give us guidance. Water in the body carries and transports things and God wants to carry us when times get tough and when things get hard and he wants to take us to places. He wants to transport us to places that we can never go on our own. Water lubricates the joints. God eases the things that we have to go through, the pains that we have. He gives us peace. He gives us a joy in a time when we're like, we shouldn't have joy right now. Just like water lessens the burden on the body, God wants to carry things with us. He wants to lessen the burden for you, whatever you might be carrying.
And just like water creates opportunity for us to um, dis- like dissolve and absorb um, nutrients that we couldn't in any other way. God wants to make accessible things that aren't accessible without him. We've all got so many gifts that he's given us as well and things that he wants to do. And there's only thing that he's given us all something to do on this earth. We are part of his mission. Every single one of us, we've got purpose and he wants to show us that. He wants to make us see things inside of us that we can't even see. He wants to reveal things to us. And I guess I just want us to lean into this invitation that God has got for us that if we need him, we can approach him. And it sounds really simple and it is really simple. And the fact that he's got everything that we need. So when we approach him, we will be satisfied. I'm just going to pray for us. I'm going to... um, give an opportunity maybe if you want to receive because it says whoever believes in me if maybe this morning you're like I actually don't believe but I like the idea of this this journey this relationship with Jesus so I, I actually need that I'm I'm thirsty I'm dehydrated right now but I'm also going to pray for us all and any of us that might find ourselves in that situation because it's not uncommon or wrong for us to find ourselves in tough times because life can be tough and that takes a toll on us. When you do a workout, using up the water inside our body, we're sweating out, we need to rehydrate. And maybe some of us haven't rehydrated in a while. So I'm just gonna give an opportunity and pray for us all right now, if you wanna bow your head. God, I just thank you.